What is happening on a Thursday? It's your man Tony Wiggins here with Locked On Jaguars. I'm going to tell you the guys that need to step up for the Jaguars to take a step forward. I'm going to start with Tyson Campbell, and I'll do it here in just a second on Locked On Jaguars. You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on? It's Tony Wiggins here with Locked On Jaguars. Welcome to you in on a Thursday as I adjust my headset. I think it might have broken. It's got my hair looking all crazy here on this video. But anyway, we're here on a Thursday, and we thank you for making us your first listen, as you always do, here on the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Jaguars, every single day because it's your team every day. And reminding you, we are also free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast. I want to talk to you today about Tyson Campbell. And some more players. But in the first segment, we're going to talk about Tyson Campbell. First of all, I got to I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you guys that I didn't like the pick last year when they picked Tyson Campbell. Right. I absolutely didn't. And I realized what's going on with these headphones. They're broken. So now this is pushing down on my head, looking different and uneven. But that's all right. Um, Tyson Campbell. I didn't like the pick when they made it last year. I thought. Asante Samuel was better. Not convinced that he's not. For the long term, I understand the the profile, the body makeup, the size, the athleticism, the speed. I've said it for a long time. It's not even analytics. It's the old Gil Brandt, Tech Schramm, Tom Landry approach from way back in the 60s. Get as many big, strong, fast guys as you can, and eventually you're going to be better than other people, right? They call it other stuff now, but that's it's just it's really just simple uh football one-on-one and that's what tyson campbell represented and then early in the year in the preseason early in the year had no awareness whatsoever to where the ball was being thrown um you come out better watching the halftime show with those dogs catching frisbees than you would figuring out what tyson was doing and then they made some adjustments and then he started to get used to the speed of the game and all of a sudden tyson campbell started doing stuff that only his athletic profile not his film or tape would suggest that he was able to do why is that important? I'm going to tell you why. Because there's guys like that, and I know the key person that everyone wants to talk about is Trevor Lawrence. And I hear people talk about Josh Allen. Did these guys got to step? Of course, Trevor has to grow as a quarterback because he's a guy that touches the ball. He's at the most important position in team sports, in my opinion. That being said, I don't have a doubt that he's going to do that. The Jaguars need guys like Tyson Campbell to step up from being just an athletic dude to being one of the best in the league at his positions. Because if we're going to really focus on this team taking a leap, it's not going to be about guys that were picked three years ago. It's going to be about guys that were picked last year when Trent Baalke was the GM uh, and, and this year. I'm not judging this based on unless a guy was re-signed. If a guy was re-signed and like Cam Robinson, he's he's fair game in this discussion. But for me, it amounts to anyone where Trent Baalke, when he took over, they weren't on the contract and they had a choice to whether either put him back under contract or they acquired him in a draft or they went out and got somebody new. I'm content with only judging this regime based on things that they had control over and the things that they did, not 
because they don't come in here and purge and get rid of a whole bunch of players. So it's going to be about Trevor, Travis, Walker Little, and Tyson Campbell. Travis Etienne had an injury, so he gets a mulligan out of the conversation. Trevor, as we already said, we expect what he's going to do. He's going to take – there's nothing that indicates that he won't take, uh, you know, the steps that uh, that would allow this uh, franchise to move forward. Walker Little, we're going to get to him too in segment two, all right? And then in segment three, I'm going to talk about Andre Sisco. Yep, we're going to talk about Andre Sisco in segment three. Segment one is is Tyson Campbell because I think he's the one that's closest to being able to make that breakthrough or to make that little jump in that little leap that will allow this team to move forward faster. Just imagine, they lost Jalen Ramsey, the Jaguars, then they drafted C.J. Henderson and jettisoned him uh, last year because he was in the, it was, just couldn't depend on him for whatever the reason, and we hope that he's okay. They got Tyson Campbell. They just spent money on Darius Williams. They signed Shaquille Griffin. They re-signed today Trey Herndon. They're not drafting a cornerback in the first round, second round, or third round. They can't. The mathematics won't allow them to do that. And if they do, then even that's a problem. I do think it's top-heavy in corners. I don't think that behind those first three or four guys that there's a whole bunch there for – teams in the second third or even the fourth round maybe Alante taylor maybe the uh the brit kid from nebraska uh there was some talk about kobe bryant but then he he ran a slow time from Vitek. so what you're really looking at is this market is either you draft a guy in the first round or you get a developmental guy in the fourth or fifth round there's really nothing that you can anticipate that's going to come in and help you out beyond the first four people so they need the alpha of that of that group to step forward. You can argue whether or not it sounded like when you heard yesterday they're going to play Darius Williams in the slot because he's played inside and out, even though some guys that watch tape said they watched him play outside and he did not look that good. Uh, but still, the point is, is you have to uh, have three or four guys at that, those positions that can play. And the one guy that has to step up to me is Tyson Campbell. I think he's their best corner. Nothing against Shaq Griffin. I just think Shaq Griffin's in his fourth or fifth year. I think his fifth year or sixth year. And we've seen what he can do. Guys don't tend to all of a sudden turn around and and become great when they've just been uh, pretty good. Tyson Campbell can be great. Left college early at University of Georgia. Played last year as a rookie when he should have been still in school. He could have still been in school. Excelled. He has to do what his teammate did in Green Bay, Stokes. That kid is is already on his way to being one of the better corners in the league. I think Tyson Campbell has a shot to do the same thing based on what we saw towards the end of the year with his athletic profile and his confidence level. And, and, and his confidence level. And I'm going to tell you, I was one of the people that were skeptical. He proved me wrong. So when a guy proves you wrong, what you have to do is you have to give them the flowers and not hold on to the fact that, well, maybe you thought you were wrong, right? No, not at all. You really, really have to focus on the fact that he has absolutely outplayed uh, anything that I have imagined that he would. So Tyson Campbell has to be the one because they need an alpha corner 
And they're not going to go get one. They're not going to sign anybody else in free agency, the Gilmores and all those guys that are on the down slope. They're not going to draft one of those guys in the first round. There's nobody there in the second or third round. So for this group, for the future of this franchise, now, like I said, they're not going to get kicked off the island if all of these things don't work. But what they need to do is they need to see this year the progress that they have an alpha corner, and then they can roll coverages the other way. So Tyson Campbell is first in my book. I'm going to tell you why Walker Little better show up and show out because if he doesn't, everything that they do on draft day in the future, people are going to look back at it, and they're going to second-guess the Jaguars. I'm going to tell you why in just a second here on a Thursday on Locked on Jaguars. First, I got to tell you that it's that time of year for college basketball's tournament is finally here. Watching the brackets today, teams are beating each other all over the place, and the phone's going off while I'm trying to record these videos, no matter how much I turn the volume down, but it's okay. Bet Online remains the best spot. They'll ring your bell, all right, and they'll let you know what you should and shouldn't do by looking at and reviewing the information. They have the latest odds, contest, player props, who's going to play, who's not going to play. They have all of that information, and you won't have to get a notification because all you got to do is go to Bet Online. .net because they're your number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because bet online is where the game starts. And where you start every day is here with me on Locked on Jaguars because you make us your first listen and we really really appreciate that. Make sure you tell your friends to like and subscribe and follow us wherever they get their podcast and wherever you get your podcast. Um, walk a little. The team franchise tag Cam Robinson. They're going to let walk a little. And they mentioned Jawan Taylor by name yesterday. They said he's a good football player to compete at right tackle, maybe with different coaching. You always hope different coaching affects everything. And I, and I have to warn myself sometimes and watch myself because I'll even forget that these coaches are guys that I wanted to get fired and maybe they needed to get fired because they're not developing players good enough. It's not always you get rid of the coaches and all of the players and just reboot everything. So maybe a new coach will help Jawan Taylor. He's still a big physical kid. He's under a rookie deal. There was no reason to cut him and move on from him. Give him a shot under the new regime to allow that talent to come out. It's what they're doing with Cam Robinson. They're trying to work out a long-time deal with Cam Robinson. They signed Brandon Scherf. They re-signed Tyler Shatley and Will Richardson today. Will Richardson got done earlier today. So they re-signed those two. They have Ben Barch on the contract. So when you look at it, the Jags really have seven guys that are under contract that they, they want to see You know what they're going to do. In this draft, at the very top, you see edge rushers and you see offensive tackles. The two offensive tackles in this draft, in my opinion, are both on par or just as good or better than Panay Sewell, who was chosen last year. Okay. And I think they're both better than Andrew Thomas, who was chosen in the top five two years ago. If Walker Little doesn't work, wherever they're trying to play him, and we ain't going to even think about Jawan Taylor right now. If Walker Little, who was picked 45th overall, does not work for Trent Baalke, 
that would mean they passed up an opportunity to take Evan Neal or the kid from NC State, Enigua, I don't want to screw his name up. And if one of those guys or both of those guys turn out to be Tristan Worth levels of young offensive tackles in the NFL, one, you're going to get heat because Walker Little didn't turn out and didn't work out. Two, you're going to get heat if those other two guys do turn out to be perennial all pros. Three, you're going to get heat if your line is still just hanging around average or maybe a little bit above average when they could have been great. Four, you're going to get heat if you take Hutchinson or anybody else at the top of the draft and they're not as good as those tackles. Because one of the reasons you might look past taking one of those offensive tackles is because you already think you're good at the position. So there's a lot riding on Walker Little to be successful this year, especially if it enters the mindset of why the Jaguars won't draft somebody else to replace him. And this is where I do have a problem with, I would have a problem with Trent Baalke even further is because he he won't, he, he, whenever they pick players and all the GMs do this, when they pick players, they, if the guys don't pan out, they're going to come up with a reason. I got so many excuses for Luke Jokel from Dave. It ain't even funny about his elbow, about all this. Stuff. I want to hear that. You thought that kid about how bad the draft was. Nope, nope, nope. Don't want to hear it. You thought that kid was good. And Lane Johnson went behind him. And Lane Johnson's been in the year forever and been in the league forever, right? So to me, drafting a player that doesn't work out hurts you. One, because he didn't work out. It hurts you again because he didn't work out. And maybe the guy you could have picked worked out. Jawan Taylor, for instance, the very next pick was Debo Samuel. And the Jaguars needed a Somebody told me, well, they needed an offensive lineman. That's why they needed an offensive lineman and they needed a wide receiver. Don't tell me they didn't need both. They did at the time. If they didn't need both, if they didn't need a wide receiver too, well, where's the wide receiver that, that they didn't need? Where's where's the, where's the wide receiver at now that was good enough for them to not take Debo Samuel? I was screaming. And everyone know, everyone who's followed me over the years know I was screaming for Debo. So they took Jawan Taylor, right? So Jawan Taylor picked it, it kind of angers you if he doesn't work out is because one, it was a high second round pick Two, You could have had somebody else that did work out. And three, and here's the, here's the one It's because you don't go and choose other players at that position that are talented and right in your face is because you still have hope that he's going to turn out. And that's my point with Walker little. There's no way you can tell me that, they have Walker Little in this roster. They're not going to add a tackle in free agency. And they're not going to add one in the first, second, or third round of the draft. And tell me that that's not going on because they think or believe that Walker Little is good. That's exactly why. His presence affects him, Jawan Taylor, Cam Robinson. All, their presence affects all of that other stuff. It absolutely does. All right, in segment three, I'm going to talk about another player who really didn't get his opportunity until late. We kind of blamed it on we kind of blamed it on the coaching staff and the decisions that they made to and to not play guys. I'll do that here in the third and final segment here on Lockdown Jaguar. Rolling along on segment three on a Thursday. And we thank you for making us your first listen here on Lockdown Jaguars. Reminding you to check out the Locked On NFL podcast on YouTube. It's a great podcast not just because I'm on it on Wednesdays with James Rapine, but it's 
great because of the other members of the Lockdown Podcast Network from around the NFL that bring you the great news every day. So make sure you like and subscribe to Locked On NFL YouTube page as well. Um, Andre Cisco, another player that I believe has to step up. And you notice I'm only going with guys who Trent Baalke had a direct hand in, in, in selecting. Cisco didn't play much last year, and, and folks wondered why. And a lot of folks, uh, of course, blamed that on Urban, which a lot of stuff was Urban's fault. But that one you can probably put on Joe Cullen, too, because every time Cullen was asked about Andre Cisco, he would say he's not ready or whatever, whatever, give an excuse or we got a package for him or whatever. But then when the kid gets on the field, he lights it up. Now, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that I knew what was going on behind closed doors, that I knew what he was doing in the film room, that I knew uh, how the, you know, what he was saying and if he understood things or if he had questions or practice because during the season, the media, we have to leave practice right after they stretch so we don't actually see what's being planned for the game. But I will tell you this, when you saw him on the field, he really, really moved fast. He caused fumbles. He was disruptive. And it could be the thing that he was just real athletic. I remember Richie Pettibone said this about Wilbur Marshall. He goes the wrong way every play, but he's so fast, it doesn't matter. He turns around and he goes back the other way and he still makes the play. Maybe there was something going on with him, I don't know, but I had no idea why he was not on the field, especially when they struggled in the deep middle of their passing game. So I look for Andre Cisco to make a huge step this year. And one of those reasons is because they could have gone out in free agency and signed someone. Uh, Tamir Whitehead was there. Marcus Williams was there, but it's going to cost a pretty penny to get him. But one of the things is I'm looking at the draft, and every mock draft I see, I keep seeing this one name pop up at 33, and his name is Daxton Hill. And Daxton Hill was a five-star athlete coming out of high school, was a great player at Michigan. He's 6'1", right at about 198 pounds, runs like the wind, can play free and strong safety. And you're sitting there going, do they make a move for Daxton Hill and does what they think about Andre Cisco have anything to do with that. And if they do go get Daxton Hill and pair him with Andre Cisco, then you're going to have basically two rookies once again, playing in the deep middle. So that even means Cisco has to make sure that that year he invested in practice, make sure that that year that he spent watching film, make sure that year that he spent learning uh, really allows him to take that step, which will allow this team to push forward. So there's a theme here. The guys that were chosen last year have to take that next step because if they don't and they start getting outplayed by guys who were picked this year, then that means it's another wasted draft. And really we're in year one of a, of a rebuild, which we are sort of anyway, but you almost, you almost want it to feel like year two, especially if some of the guys you got last year can help you. Now you want Travis Etienne to come back. You need to get some production out of Rayshon Jenkins, uh, especially if you don't go in another direction uh, at the safety spot. He was a guy signed. You want to see Shaq uh, Griffin uh, really, really play a little bit better than he played last year. He was solid, but you want to see him step that up a little bit further. Um, And those are the main guys that you want to see something out of. I'm not as excited about LaVisca because even if you look at the, the fact that they signed two guys and they still have Marvin Jones Jr., they're also going to go out in the draft and probably touch that area up. So it seems like his opportunities to show something might be limited in his third year. So I'm not as excited about him. But what I am as excited about, what I am excited about is this, the Locked On NFL Draft podcast with Eric Crocker and Ryan Tracy. That's daily and it is off the chain, especially as we get closer to the draft. You want more in-depth knowledge 
of all of the players who are available, make sure you uh, find that podcast, like it, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and also check them out on their YouTube page. So there you go, guys. that need to step up for the Jaguars to step forward. We're going to step forward to another episode tomorrow, and I know you'll be there because you're making us your first listen every day here on Locked on Jaguars. Until then, you guys do what I always say. Take care of each other, and we'll see you.